Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of Sports Illustrated's Cowbell Corner, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for thunder and lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman here with you on a Wednesday morning. We're glad that you've joined us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. Appreciate all our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. They've been taking care of you throughout this entire crazy year we've been having, so make sure you're still taking care of them. Two locations to serve you here in the Starkville area. They're on University Drive, they're on Highway 12, and they also have the Brupolo location in, believe it or not, Tupelo. Great drinks, hot, cold, and of course at Churn and Spoon, the absolute best ice cream in town. CollegeCornerStore.com is the place to go when you want to save money on MSU merchandise and you save it in a big, big way. Buying a gift card at collegecornerstore.com means you're getting 30% off that purchase. You're buying a $100 gift card for only $70 of your cold, hard cash. And then you can turn around and spend that on the biggest and best selection of MSU merchandise in central Mississippi. Collegecornerstore.com or two locations in the Jackson area. They are in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They are in Flowood by the Half Shell. Go check them out today. Advantage Business Systems wants you to know that right now they've got, a, they've got some ideas for how you can be making even more money with your business. They can tighten up the loose screws. They can plug the holes. They have the ideas and the expertise that you need on your side. Give them a call today at 844-833-6245 or visit them online at absms.com and find out how 45 years of experience in this state can be put to work for you. Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. Just felt like getting into that one. It's Rumblings Day. Got like a lot of good questions today. A lot of good questions. So, well, because we have a lot of good listeners, Brian. And when you have good listeners, you get good questions. It's sort of like you know which came first, the chicken or the egg. What did come first, the chicken? In my egg? opinion, yeah, the uh, the chicken. I think so too. Because you know, if you, well, if, first off, if, you, if you're a creationist, God didn't create the egg; He yeah. created the chicken. If you're an evolutionist. Some creature morphed into a chicken at some point and laid an egg. So the chicken came first either way. Yeah, I'm with you. Doesn't matter what side of science, religion, logic you're on, the chicken had to come first. I mean, what came first, you know, the, uh, the baby or the, or, the, or, the, or the grown-up, you know? The grown-up. Exactly. Yeah. Simple as that. All right. <laughs> We've answered all the important stuff already. Listen right now. If any scientist wants to quote me on that, you feel free. I just solved a huge debate in the scientific community <laughs> in two minutes. Thunder and lightning and creation. Yeah. Uh, this is not a, uh, a a question, but uh, we got a uh, comment here. Hunter Manis, has, uh, he tweeted us before, his son refuses to go to sleep. And you know, he listens to us at like 2 or 3 in the morning sometimes. Mm-hmm. So uh, his son's name is Cooper. Something so, about those C's so Cooper, and not wanting to go to sleep. Joel T. Joel T. and I are going to sing you a lullaby right now. It's going to help you go to sleep. Ready? It, it just you, when you know the words, just follow along. Okay. Hush, little, little baby, baby, don't say a word. 
And never mind that noise you heard. <laughs> it's just a beast under your bed. In your closet. In your head. Excellent. I need a beer and a kendo stick. <laughs> go to sleep, Cooper. <laughs> All right. I thought for a second that we were going to go to the actual. No, actual no, yeah. no. I much prefer the James yeah. Hetfield version. Uh, our first actual question today comes to us from Drew Massey, who wants to know. <laughs> Where has Jolie Dunn been all these years, and did something happen that he will not come back to state to be recognized as one of the best defensive coordinators in MSU? Was he not part of the – they did the 98 team, I guess, two years ago. Did he not come back for that? I don't I remember. Can't, I can't remember. My guess is, though, I think he took his, his firing a little personally. You know, if you remember, the last year he was at state, state had a top 20 defense, and but he was sort of scapegoated. And the next year, you remember Ron Cooper. That defense was awful. It was sort of, you know, you remember there was the incident with uh, the he was at Memphis and and Jackie said, you know, make sure Joe Lee circles it or, or whatever, you know, yeah. with Tommy West and all that stuff. <clears throat> Excuse me. So maybe there's some bad blood there. I don't know. But I mean, even if it didn't it didn't end well, none of those people are here anymore, really. True, but maybe he didn't want to be around Jackie. That could maybe be. maybe that's where it is. So I don't know the answer to that though. Justin Strawn at a crisp 4.17 in the morning. Let's see what we got here. It does, again, illustrate how the world has healed itself right. a little bit. Which do you prefer, the neck gator or the ear loop mask? Ear loop mask. Ear loop mask. I don't want to, they say the neck gator's not that bad. Yeah, it's, it's like bad. unhealthy. Yeah, so don't do that. Of course, that's another one of those deals that probably changed tomorrow. But yeah. The pumped-in crowd noise on television does, not, does make sporting events seem like nothing has changed, but I would love to hear what it's like without it at least once. Do either of you share my curiosity? Yeah, uh, I, I, with baseball in particular, you can still hear some stuff. Um, it'd be a lot better if you could hear every single thing. Yeah, you know. So yeah, I'm with you. Um, that said, going into this whole deal, whenever like MLB in particular, because that's what I watch all the time. When when I learned they were going to pump in the crowd noise, I was kind of like, man, I don't want the crowd noise. Now that I'm watching it, like I'm glad they're doing it because you really can't. I mean, obviously you see the cardboard cutouts, but. It kind of does feel pretty normal yeah. to me yeah. with it. And if you listen on the radio, and I listen to it a lot on the radio, it sounds exactly like... <coughs> yeah. Oh, the radio can't be any different. Yeah. That said, I watch a lot of Premier League, as you know. They have the option, if you watch online, to watch with no crowd noise, and I, I preferred it. You could really hear what the players are saying, and obviously there's some, you know, some colorful language every oh, yeah. now and then. I can not, imagine. Not all of it in English. I just sort of guessed yeah. what some of those guys were saying in French or German or yeah. whatever. But Hey, that said, do you know what's going to be a ton of fun for us? Mm. If they do significantly decreased crowds, even more decreased than what it already is, at the hump. Yeah. And we can hear every word that's said amongst the players where we sit. Yeah. Can we sit close enough yeah. to be able to hear some yeah. stuff? Yeah. yeah. Like basketball, those guys That'll are some fun. trash talkers, man. Fun. No, you're right. Every, I don't know a single guy that plays hoops that don't not a, talk a, a little every now and then. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mullets are making a comeback among young people. How badly have we failed them? Well, I mean, it wasn't all that long ago that Cole Gordon was rocking it. Oh, yeah. You know? So it depends on who it is. If you like, rock it as like a parody, it's good. If you're serious with it. If you're serious, it, it's not good. Yeah. It's not good. Uh, last thing here. On Monday, I found something in the refrigerator my wife could not find. Is that my greatest accomplishment as a husband? I'm not sure that you're not actually a woman, Justin. That's the whole point. I, like I don't when I go to the refrigerator, I'm like I can't find this, and she finds it for me. How have the tables turned here? I don't know the answer to that. That said, for just a moment, you you can do like the macho man coming down the aisle. Yeah, 
Yeah, uh, yeah. GIF, yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. So I did something similar to that. I, I was at my mom's this weekend. Uh, the first time I opened her fridge, I was like, something stinks in here. She, she's got something rotten. So I asked her, like, what, what, what's rotten in here? There's, I don't know. I don't know. So she comes and looks, and she smells. Oh, I smell it, too. So I'd, like, look for two seconds. I find a lemon in the back of the fridge that was just green. It was not a lime. It yeah. was a lemon. And, and that was what it was. So, yeah. You know, broke out the old sniffer there. It did not <laughs> fail me. Uh, let's see here. People are getting on to me because I messed up yesterday. It's not L stealing socks. It was underpants gnomes on South Park. That's uh-huh. my bad. Step three was profit, though. Brian McDuff. Why are the Big Ten and Pac-12 teams listed in the preseason AP Top 25? This is a fantastic question. I wish I was an AP voter. Are you? You've you, you ever been an AP voter? Uh, not for uh, Top 25. I haven't. I, I've done like some of the um, postseason award stuff. Okay. With AP, I don't get it. I don't. I don't get. I don't get the statement being made here. Because are they going to keep them in there? Is Ohio State just going to be ranked the whole year because we know they they would they would win games? I don't get it either. Like okay. for a Which moment, I, I could play devil's advocate for a minute and. Uh, just say that, like, right now, to this juncture, nobody has played, and so you can do the preseason poll as though you would have always done it. And then after games start, maybe they drop those teams out because they're not active. Mm-hmm. But in the preseason, everybody's kind of on equal footing. I guess. But, I, but that's, that's trying to explain it away. But I think it's dumb to include teams that have, have said we're not playing. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um uh, yeah, we're not answering that one. McDuff, don't try to get me in trouble here. Uh, if you threw a party, invited everyone you knew, who would the biggest gift be from, and what would the card attached say? <laughs> the biggest gift would be... Yes, I, I, I get it. I'm, I'm thinking... So who would the biggest gift at your party be from? Who would it be from? Yeah. I invited everyone I knew. Everyone you knew. Um... Uh, And everybody's coming here, right? Yeah, they, like, they, they can't say no. Uh, I guess, yeah. I mean, you know, if you invited everyone you knew, how many people do you think would show? I mean, look at it, think about it like that. Like, I mean, technically, you know, Mike Leach is he well, showing I, up? I, I know that, that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Like, if everybody has to come, that I invite. I got to be honest with you, Joel. I feel you're overthinking this. Just, just, just go with it. Well, I, I was thinking of like the richest person that I knew. That's what I am too. And I mean, if everybody that I know, I invite them. Is that person to likely to show up? If it's Mike Leach, probably not. Okay, then well, who's the most, you know, who's the, the richest mo- person that I know that, that you're that good that- friends with? Uh. I, I mean, nobody. I, I, or, you know, who's the, who's the person you think is just the nicest? I don't know. I mean, if, if Joe Moorhead was still in town, he'd come. Maybe. He Maybe. came to your house. He did. But he's not flying in from Oregon to, no. to come. I, I, you go. Crap! You're giving me I mean, such a hard I'm just time. Think, I'm just thinking like my friend Mike Poche would, would. He's he's got a lot. He's got a good job. He's and he's not married and he doesn't have kids. Mm. So he's got money to burn. So that's probably my first thought. And the, the it would probably be a shot at Chelsea because he's a big Tottenham fan. Something like that. Yeah. I just I just don't know that I know anybody that's just bathing in money that would come okay we'll come back to that maybe uh and if you are bathing in money and you'd like to give me a gift <laughs> don't want to be you want to be joel's friend he's <laughs> he's always looking carson young why do so many players that spurn msu for old miss turn out to be garbage 
Karma? You know, garbage is a strong word. It's accurate, but it's strong. But you look at the team, the guys who have flipped through the years, and, I mean, I don't feel like I'm being dishonest when I say Sean Rawlings may have had the best career of any of them. And that's really saying something. I mean, C.J. Johnson really did nothing. Kalo Moore re- really did nothing. Pat Patterson didn't do anything. Who was uh, the uh, Armani the cor- Linton, the corner that flipped like on Sunday? T. Shepard. I mean, he didn't make it the whole season. Out, yeah. Armani Linton and Jay Johnson didn't really do anything. I mean, yeah, it's 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 interesting the way it looks. So, did you watch AEW Saturday night? Uh, all the way up to the main event. I did not. I haven't finished the main event yet, but I know what happened in it. So. Okay, well, was Brody Lee squashing Cody the right booking? I think so. Okay, I didn't realize that it was like a squash. Oh, yeah, it was, it it was quick. Okay. Yeah, he, I, I knew he won, but... He I, beat him up, and then after the... He beat him up... And then the beat point, the family up. I, beat the family up, and it left him laying. Uh, you yeah. know, he was on a stretcher, and he pulled him off the stretcher to beat him up some more. Yes, I think it was the right beat, b- booking. They needed to make that guy into a monster. They need to make the Dark Order into That's what something. They're, they're starting to do that a little bit okay. now. Makes so, sense. Yeah. Huh? All right. Um, Wes Edgeworth, what's your favorite Mississippi beer... They're not in business anymore. It was Lucky Town Ballistic Blonde. I don't know that I really have a Mississippi beer that I'm a huge fan of right now. Granted, I don't drink, but Lazy Magnolia is the only one that comes to mind. Yeah, they're, 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 that, Southern Pecan's a good beer. Is it? Okay. Yeah. I, didn't say I haven't I, had the Ale State. I need to have that. Good uh, name. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, Cooper Gordon, does a 5-5 five and five record in SEC play get you in the top 20? Might. I mean, you're talking about you probably have lost mm-hmm. to four... Top tw- top fifteen teams, right? You would think that LSU, Alabama, Georgia, and then either Auburn or A and M is going to be up there, right? Yeah. Well, in the preseason poll, they're all in the top fifteen. Well, then, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So, so if that's the five you lose to, yeah, I agree. Steve Mormon, uh, we all know KJ Costello will be the starter, but if the season were to start this Saturday, who would be number two? Garrett, I think so. Yeah, with, with the with the, the with the process that you don't have to worry about redshirting and all that. You got to put the most experienced guy as yeah. the number two guy. I yeah. agree with that. That said, I mean, if Will keeps pushing and, and if he keeps earning the praise that we heard him earn last week, I mean, it, it's not going to shock you if next offseason, if it's a Will Rogers, Garrett Schrader. There's going to be a little bit of a battle. Deadlock in, in camp, is it? I mean, like next year, assuming there's a spring ball happening, I mean, you're going to have Garrett quarterback in the maroon or something and mm-hmm. Will quarterback in the white. And, yeah. Game on at that point. Yeah. Uh, Josh Grimes, does MSU have an 850-yard-plus receiver this season with the shortened season? So that's somebody can somebody average 85 a game. Last year, the leading receiver for Washington State had 1,109 yards in 13 games. So that is – I can't do the math, but that's probably like really close to 85. So – Thing is, too, you got to remember, there's no non-con game. So you're not like yeah, you're not having, having some massive – You know, I went and looked, though. Oregon was the, the best team Washington State played last year. They threw for 406 yards on them. Well, they're going to throw it on I mean, Leach is, going, Leach is probably going to get some yardage no matter Let's what. Let's just but. say it'll be really close. I think 850 is the number, though. Like, yeah. it's the over Nobody's number. getting 1,000. I don't think anybody's going to average 100 a game. Yeah. So, all right. Also, he wants to know, what's your go-to side dish when barbecuing? Ooh. So when, you, when you go to a barbecue, what do you, what do you want on the side? What's your top thing? Uh... When I think barbecue now, I'm thinking, you know, barbecue. I'm not thinking like just, you know, a lot of people call any kind of cooking. Yeah, now we're not talking about burgers and dogs. Yeah, here. we're talking about pulled pork, something like that. Uh, ribs. I really, in, if you know what you're doing, I really do enjoy like some good baked beans. Okay, like with 
like some meat chunks up in it and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not big on beans or potato salad or coleslaw, which are like the top, like like, like the holy trinity. I yes, guess. Uh, I like corn on the cob. That's good, but I don't, I don't want my corn on the cob on the grill. I want something. To, I don't like when everything tastes like the grill. Yeah, I want some different stuff in there. So just, I, I got two recipes for corn on the cob that just involves boiling the corn on the cob in the water and you just do it a little differently. Those, that's how I, corn on the cob is my answer. Uh, let's see here, Andy Atkinson. So all the DC content that came out over the weekend. That was awesome, wasn't it? That was good. You seen the Batman trailer? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. The Wonder Woman trailer? And then the two games. Uh, the, the, I'll be honest with you. The uh, the Arkham Knights game trailer was yeah. my favorite of all of Gotham them. Gotham Knights, that I yeah. Saw. I was very, yeah, Gotham Knights. I don't know about the Suicide Squad game. Yeah. It's not that it's not a cool concept, but the concept of beating Superman is interesting. Like, I don't know how you do it. So that's an interesting game to me. But that's actually being made by the people who made Arkham Knight. The uh, the Gotham Knights yes. game is being made by the people. And that's who made a PS Five game. Arkham Knights or Suicide Squad? Suicide Squad. Yeah, yes. Ar- Gotham Knights is made by the people who made Arkham Origins. PS Four, which is not my favorite Arkham game. So I don't know. But it's fun. It's fine. It's not on the quite on the level of the others. But no, it's, but it's fun. Yeah. Uh, Rob Chittum. We hear talk of how simple Leech's offense is, but is it so simple that we employ the play used by other universities called Get Open? <laughs> I think there's a little more structure than that. Yeah, and talking to Austin Williams last week, he sure made it sound like it's a little more structured yes, than did. that. He did. Uh, Micah Halfacre says, On the pod yesterday, you guys talked about questions and concerns. Could KJ Costello be a concern or a question? I feel like we as state fans might be putting him on a high pedestal. Your thoughts? I thought about that after we did our show. Okay. In that I think that I'm guilty of this, and just thinking it's a slam dunk, KJ Costello comes in here and performs. And, I mean, I, I feel like, based on his resume, I mean, he had a humongous year at Stanford year before last and could have had another one last year had injury and not derailed And a very conservative him. offense, too. Yeah. So, all that said, I feel like State's good with, with KJ under center or behind center or however mm-hmm. you want to say it. Right. But, um, but I do think that we're kind of just giving it almost no thought that he's just going to come in and excel. Yeah. yeah. I mean, from a resume perspective, he's as good as any transfer has ever been. I mean, his resume was better than Joe Burrow's. I trust his resume better than than, Daniels. I trust his resume better than anybody, any other quarterback in that room. Yeah, I I think he'll be fine. I do too. Plus, it's Mike Leach. That guy's a quarterback guru. He'll he'll make him good if he's not if he's not already. So, Uh, Brad Haynes, do either of us play fantasy football? I do not. I used to. I used to. Uh, I got hadn't in several years now. I got screwed. One year, and I decided to never play again. Conspiracy. There, it was the commissioner. The commissioner changed a rule after my game with him, where I beat him. Oh yeah, I bet you were. I was fuming. Yeah. Was there money on the line? Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't pay that year. <laughs> I didn't send my money. I had not sent in my entry fee. I never did. But, like you're not getting a penny out of me. You want to come fight me for it? Feel free. Uh, who are our top five Heisman candidates? Great question. Because I mean, Justin Fields is out. Yeah. You got a Heisman voter sitting here, so I need to be thinking on it. I mean, obviously, let's just think. Obviously, Trevor Lawrence is the top guy. Yeah, he's top. Um, Najee Harris. Najee Harris is a guy you're gonna have to look at, or or if Bryce Young takes that job from day one, yeah, he's in as a freshman. You have to think yeah. about him. Um, Spencer Rattler, the quarterback at Oklahoma. Sam Ellinger at Texas. QB, uh, Georgia QB name escaping. Daniels me. or Newman. I was thinking Newman, but, but it could be Daniels. But it could be Daniels, yeah. 
Kyle Trask is like a real dark horse. Dark horse. Could a guy. Yeah. Um, trying to Derek King at Miami is a dark horse guy. He'll, he could put up some numbers. Yeah. They got to be a little bit better, though. Um, yeah. L- What's his name? LSU receiver. Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase. Yeah, and Devontae Smith. Same yeah. same with Alabama. The answer, though, is, is Trevor Lawrence is going to win it, especially now that Fields is out. Fields was like really the only real competition for him, I thought. Have you watched Yellowstone? I have not. Neither have I. All right, so let's move on. Uh, Leach, at his previous two stops, averaged 34 points a game. Mullen averaged 28 at State. Joe averaged 26. Is 6 to 8 points the difference just playing in the Big 12 or Pac-12, or is he really a better offensive guru than Dan and Joe? Well, he's obviously a better offensive guru than, than Joe. I think he's a better offensive coordinator than Dan Mullen is, too. He's a better play caller. There's no question about that in my mind. Yeah, and he—I mean—he just runs such a difficult style to defend. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, he's. Uh, I wonder how much the perception of his offense will be changed by the fact he's going to play ten league games, and he's not going to have a, you know, New Mexico or whoever that he would have started with to, to pad some of these numbers at the end of the year too. Yeah. Because okay. I, I mean, I could see him having a not quite as leech esque year as normal, playing ten conference games. Mm-hmm. I mean. That said, Vandy's terrible. Yeah. Uh, Arkansas isn't great. Ole Miss's defense is not something that Richard, scares you. Richard Cross made a good point today. He said, you know, you're playing Vanderbilt in Missouri, and you're playing Arkansas, and Ole Miss, like you said, is not going to be good. And if you can get 450 to 500 yards a game in those games, those four games, the other games, if you get 250, you're not off the pace sure. of, of, of 35 to 4,000. So. Uh, Miller time. <coughs> Excuse me. During his time at Texas Tech, three of Leach's teams averaged over 100 yards rushing a game. He had nine players rush for at least 700 yards in one season. At Washington State, he had just one year where they averaged over 100 yards per game. Only one player rushed for at least 700 yards. Washington State provides the most recent example of his offensive philosophy, but do we think Leach will incorporate the run more like he did at Tech, given the talent in MSU's backfield? That's a good question. You know, it's, it's a question of did he evolve his system more? Or was it just a question of what he had talent-wise on hand? Yeah, you know that we could have thrown that in there yesterday, talking about offensive questions because it's not yeah. a concern; it's a question. Will Kylan Hill run the ball more than we think he will? Well, I mean, otherwise, it's sort of what we talked about yesterday. That and looking at, at what he did at Washington State, he basically averaged fifty passes to twenty runs. And so we're talking about Hill with fifteen carries and the other four guys trying to split up five carries. Yeah, I mean, if you look last year at Washington State, and I have the numbers. Uh, right here. I, I basically have bookmarked this I, I was going to say, it's amazing how quickly you can get to those now. But like the leading carrier was Max Borgie, as you know. 127 carries. The next guy had 16 carries. The next guy had nine. And then nobody else had a carry, except for the quarterback getting sacked 50, you know, however many times. <laughs> All right? So we're talking about 25 carries over 13 games. Less than two carries a game for everybody else on the roster. So, I don't know. That's a good question. But that you like you we say that, and then last year was one of the years where you had the seven hundred yard rusher. So maybe not. I, I think I think it's gonna be very pass heavy. Very I think it's gonna be 50 20 sounds about right to me, to be honest yeah. with you. Uh with beer sales coming to camp to Davis Wade, it's only a matter of time till it's sold at the other venues. Assuming beer is sold at the dude, do you believe the stadium's cooler policy will change both in allowance and how thoroughly they che- they're checked? I feel like the answer to this is going to be no. Because there would be there would be a real uprising if the lounge was sort of cut off from the I, 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 <laughs> the lounge to me is premium seating yeah and it's sort of the same thing right 
<laughs> you remember the, all the uproar whenever they announced, you know, how they were changing the lounge. Right. It would probably be a bigger uproar <laughs> if if they now made you purchase from inside. Yeah. But like I said, I, I feel like the lounge is premium seating, so it's the same thing where you can bring your own liquor in. So I don't, I, I don't think that that will change. I mean, I could see them... Well, they already check now, don't they? But, yeah, I but mean, check. Wait, I'm check. using quotes. You've seen that, that video of the guy like patting everybody down and he's not actually touching yeah. them? That's what that yeah. is. That's the kind of check we're So, talking. I mean, I, they will probably continue to, again, air quotes, check, but I could... I find it hard to believe that it wouldn't kind of still say the same. Gotcha. All right. Brick Dog, on a scale of Peter Sermon to Joe Lee Dunn, how confident are you in Zach Arnett and the 335? Uh... I'm not at Joe. I, I hate to be, be a fence rider, but I'm right in the middle, and I would be further towards Joe Lee if I didn't. Sort of, sort of 2011 Chris Wilson. Yeah, maybe. Okay. I, I would be closer to Joe Lee if it was if it wasn't for the, the lack secondary. of experience yeah. in the secondary. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I'm in the middle. I'm in the middle. I feel like he's a smart coach, and he'll figure some things out. But he's got to get some young players up to speed. Me, me putting him in the middle and not edging him a little closer to Joe Lee is more because of who he's coaching as opposed to him coaching. Yeah, I agree. It doesn't make sense to me that people in skyboxes count towards the 25% stadium capacity. They will mostly be confined to their box and not sitting with the peasants in the bleachers. <laughs> Should they be excluded from the 25% capacity limit to allow more students and alumni to sit in the bleachers? I think the issue here is, Joel, they still have to come in the gate. Sure. And that's what, that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to avoid... Because they know once they get into the stadium, you can spread everybody out. They're trying to avoid having large groups coming through the gate at the same time. So if what you're saying, you take that out, and now you're allowing, what, another 1,500 to 2,000 people in? That's a bigger crowd at the gate is what I think is the problem. I think that's what it is. That's interesting. Uh, yeah, I mean, it makes sense what makes you sense. said. Okay. Um, Make sure I'm not, not a moron. You just wonder, because most of the premium seating is on the uh, east side. I mean, could you, if that's the case, could you work out some, I don't know. Yeah. I'm no AD. Yeah. <laughs> no, me either. I'm glad I'm not. Yeah. It's uh, probably so wouldn't be fun. We sort right of just now. answered that question. Sort of answered that question. Uh, Carter Bentley, where is the line where everyone loses my any ability to drive around town? It was good until the freshman moved in. Now it's unbearable going down 12. You know, there's going to come every a year. There, there's going to come a point in the next two or three months probably where I get frustrated at some point. But so far, every time I've went down 12 and it was a madhouse, mm-hmm. there's been that part of me thinking, you know, thank God they're back. Yeah. Like, because the town needs them back. No, and, I and, and I mean, I, you know, one day I'm going to be a parent paying for a child's education. I don't know. Hopefully they get full, full rides and stuff. And mm-hmm. if I'm paying for it, particularly out of pocket, I want them in school, man, because he, I'm I'm a believer that the virtual learning stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that you can't learn something over it, right. but I, it just ain't the same, man. No, it's definitely not the same. Yeah, my kids are. You know, my 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 youngest was done at like nine forty five this morning, and I'm just like, what do you do in school all day? <laughs> it only takes you an hour and forty five minutes to do this work. So I don't know. Uh, let's see here. And there's just the social stuff that you The social things they're missing out on. Ryan Sparks, can you remind me which SEC West team was the last to lose a football game to an FCS opponent? Do you know the answer to this? (laughs) You do. 
<laughs> you do know the answer. <laughs> I, I I about uh, said uh, some, uh, <laughs> when I first read the question, I had to think a second because I was like, was South Alabama? No, they weren't. Yeah, I, they were not. Though. No, no, no. no. Um, so I believe, though, if I'm not mistaken, that the other school was a Mississippi school. Yes. Yes. It was Ole Miss. 2010. Lost to Jacksonville State. I did have to look to be sure that Arkansas didn't lose one the last two years. I, I, I was just like, I'm almost positive they did. But they didn't. They, 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 they did not. So good question, Ryan. Uh, in the last 11 years, State has averaged more than 75 plays a game. I'm oh, sorry, once. In Thinking about Dan Mullen in khakis over here. Oh, in the shorts. <laughs> or in the khaki shorts and yeah. the in the ball cap. That like the picture, the, the gif of him when the field goal is no good, and he just he realizes <laughs> I'm going to have to answer why I'm wearing shorts. Basically, <laughs> you know, I've always had the same question about that. If that was Alabama, not South Alabama, <laughs> they were playing Alabama game one, he would not have been wearing shorts. There's no question, right? I mean, when, when is the last time you saw an SEC school's coaching staff wearing shorts? I'm just thinking about it. That, uh, that is it. That is the yeah, last time. If, if, if Beastman Steve from Twitter is listening, he'll get the reference here. But I just keep thinking of that Soprano scene where uh, Tony is talking to uh, Carmine Lupertasi, the, the boss of New York. He's like, I heard you had a barbecue at your house. You know, the Don doesn't wear shorts. I'm just picturing Saban <laughs> telling Dan, me, like, Dan. Yeah, we don't wear shorts. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, but that said, it is Ole Miss. Uh, Ryan Pace, in the last 11 years at State, we've averaged more than 75 plays a game once. Leach has done this 12 times in the last 18 seasons. So, over under 74 and a half plays per game. Feels like over. Really? I, guess, well, I mean, I guess 12, all, out of, 12 out of 18 is a pretty good... 10 SEC defenses. It's true. feel like, I think, I mean, is 72 that many different? Feels like north of seventy for sure. North right? of seventy for sure, but seventy-five people people sometimes don't get how big a deal five plays is. That's five true. plays is usually another forty to fifty yards of offense. That's the difference. I mean, that's the difference between four hundred fifty and five hundred yards of offense. So, I'm gonna say under. I'll go with you. Okay, <laughs> I'm with you, fellers. <laughs> Joel, you're just dumber than a sack of hammers. <laughs> With Joe, still Ryan Pace, with Joe Judge now being the head coach of the New York Giants, by the way, have you seen what a football guy he is? Talking about taking the the name off the back of the jersey and all this stuff. Oh, my God. I'm glad he's not here. I'm totally glad Joe Judge is not here. I get the feeling that would have been a nightmare for us. But anyway, what ex-football player, Hale State football player, do you see working their way up the coaching ranks next? Well, I mean, Maybe Chad, Jamar Chaney. Jamar Chaney has, has got a, a little bit of a, a hot streak right now. Chad Bumpus, is a very, he's having a lot of success at Austin P. I uh, get the feeling, you know, you got to think about they have an interim coach there. I don't know if they'll keep the guy they have there, Marquise Lovings, who's also an yeah. MSU guy. But if they don't, he'll be looking for a job. And I mean, he's going to, you know, he's a he's a name. You know, people are going to remember him a little bit. So, And he's going to have recruiting ties. Um, beyond that, I don't know. I mean, there's not a lot of guys that are at the – honestly, the, the, the real choice was DJ Looney. Unfortunately, yeah. he's, he's passed yeah. – you know, he he's a guy who had – he was going to be a coordinator pretty soon, and then would have been the next step for him. So, yeah, is there any other players like D one coaching right now? I'm sure there are, but I, I don't know off the top of my head. Yeah, I, mean, I know like Omar Connor's coaching in, in JUCO. Plenty of JUCO and high school coaches. Yeah. you know Mississippi State has a lot of guys in the coaching fraternity. Uh, let's see here. Uh, D Dollar asks about the Batman trailer. It's not too early to be excited about that. We haven't done your boy yet. I guess we need to save that for a show, though. So that's a, that's a show topic. 
we'll save that. Give me a heads up before we do that. Oh, show. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, thank you. Uh, the King of Hearts, Jeff Hart. Great name. Uh, the true King of Hearts, though, is, is Owen Hart. God rest his soul. Uh, should the start of college football season be permanently moved to the end of September to avoid the heat and severe thunderstorms that plague early season games? Yes. 100% yes. I mean, I'm all for backing up college football for a few weeks and backing up college baseball for a couple of weeks. And then, you, you look, you don't need... You don't need the whole month of December to stretch out all these bowl games. Play a couple bowl games a day. Yeah, have have just a ridiculous amount of bowl games in a short span of time. Let the college football regular season end. The only the problem with it is this eligibility. You know, once the spring fall semester ends and grades come in, you might have guys who might miss regular season games. So I don't know how it works, but it could. It doesn't have to start the first. It doesn't have to start Labor Day, Labor Day weekend. It could start the twenty first, and you could still get through it. I think. I think. All right. Uh, where are we here? Scotty P. Do we see any chance the SEC cancels football? There's a chance. There's a chance. But I'm very optimistic it ain't going to happen. I am too. If you were Mike Leach, would Millie Keith still be on the team? Of course. Yeah. 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 I mean, would he be punished? Absolutely. But we're not kicking him off for, for a first offense DUI. You know, if you kicked off players for that, you'd have trouble recruiting players. Uh, Leach says he might not name a starter until the week before the game. Is there any chance whatsoever it's not KJ Costello? I mean, but is there a chance? It, sure. Mm, I, I it's mean, slim. he's going to have to get hurt for not in- to be injury. Young. Obviously, I'm just saying the only other way would can be, he just be beat out? It would. I, it would. It would take some doing. It's he, one of those deals more, where. He, go ahead. I don't think Garrett or Will could beat him. KJ would have to absolutely lose it. Like it's just his to lose. I agree. I mean, I he would have to look no, I awful. I agree. This is a very interesting question from the walking bully. If you could know today who your kids will marry and what type of person they are, but you're powerless to change it or alter it in any way, would you want to know? No. Absolutely not. Because if I looked in no. the future and saw somebody like abuse my daughter and I couldn't change how that, you, how, how would I live with myself? Yeah. So no. The answer to that is 100% no. Gosh almighty, man. I mean, it's it's the same. It's kind of the same question as like if you can know the day you're going to die. Do you want to know? No. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to. Nobody know. wants to. Unless it's tomorrow, I'd like to know that. If I want to die tomorrow, I want to know. But if I got years, I'm good. <laughs> uh, I don't know the answer to this question, so I'm not. Uh, you know, he says he looks forward to our interaction. So never mind, we'll answer it. Harlow Gold says, "Why is the color gray spelled with an A or an E? Do we know the answer to that? I don't know the answer to that." Let's I don't see know if we can either. Google but it I, while you're while you're vamping. But I believe that if I had to write it, I'd write it with an A. I always write it with an A. It's a matter of geographical custom. Is A America? No. Well, no. Well, uh, the Dutch spelled it comes from the word grau, G R A U W. And the oh, sorry, and then the old English word is Greg, which was G R A E G. Basically, what we're learning here is in America, we say it was spelled with an A more, and in England, they spell it with an E more. Hey, so A so, is America. Yeah. I was right. I wouldn't do anything with the Dutch. <laughs> there are only two things in this world I cannot stand. People who are intolerant of other people's cultures and the Dutch. <laughs> All right. I don't I don't know what this... I'm not picking up that reference. Was that a movie? That's uh, Austin Powers. Okay. Spy Shagman. Okay. Uh, Actually, I've seen the movie, but I just can't remember that. What will Dr. Tony Loper? 
What will the the best damn veterinarian in Mississippi in, in Star? You know what? Not in Starville, Vicksburg, but in the, in the state of Mississippi. I'm giving him full credit now. What will the AP Top 25 poll look like in late October? I would say it'd have at least eight SEC teams in it, maybe nine. Uh, it'll probably have five well, to six. It's SEC fairly teams. close to having nine in it right now. Well, then maybe ten, you know. And Gosh, then the- I would think that there'll be, you know, four or five ACC teams, four or five Big 12 teams, maybe five or six Big 12 teams. Memphis will probably be in there. Some team like ULL, if they can get a season together, could be in there. Sound right? Who's that 10th SEC team if you're getting a 10th in there? Are you putting State in? Yeah, because right now... So it, then the 10th the, one would maybe be... Well, let's let's say who's not in it. Well, wait. Arkansas ranked? They're ahead of State in the AP as far as the... like. But are votes. they ranked right now? No, they are not ranked. Oh, so the Kentucky and State. That make, that's that's nine. Oh, okay. Well, then... So now we have what? Ole Miss, Arkansas, Vanderbilt, South, South Carolina, Carolina, Missouri. Missouri. Nine SEC teams. <laughs> nine. So. If one of those teams were ranked, which one is it? One of those five. Is it Ole Miss? Ole Miss is the best choice. That's what I would think, yeah. yeah. Uh, he wants to know what the poll will look like in late March. That's a really good question. Now it's going to be struggling. I mean, it's Ohio State's number one. I'll, I'll guarantee that. Maybe Oregon, two. So, I don't know. Because the college football playoffs said what they're doing. They're doing it normal. Normal. So, yeah. so, so they, the Big Ten and Big Ten are and out of were screwed. Yeah. They really screwed up. Okay. They really did. Hey, Swenson asked a question about the never-ending story. I have never seen the never-ending I story. I have not either. All right, we're moving forward. Sorry. Sorry to that, you know. <laughs> uh, Cameron Payton, interesting question here. Hey, guys, if we were to assume the number of listens to your opponent preview serve as an accurate measuring stick of MSU fan interest in opposing teams, I'm curious as how things would shake out. Is it safe to assume that Ole Miss is first and Missouri is last? Can you can you vamp for a second there, Joel? Yeah, I can, because I can, I can give you a, a guess that's probably not a satisfying answer while Brian looks for the actual answer. Um. My guess is you guys are pretty consistent. Like, yeah. pretty much, I think Brian and I could sit here and talk about the disinfecting wipes that are sitting to his left right now, <laughs> and we would have about the same number. People of would want to know how they could get their hands on those. <laughs> Just looking at them, I mean, you, you got you're right. I mean, they're they're pretty consistent. There's no there's no huge variation, but the biggest one is the egg bowl. Yeah. So, I mean, it just makes sense. It also makes sense from a terms of a. a I had Richard Cross on, and he promoted it from his own Twitter feed. Yeah. So, you know, and, and whereas... Look, and this and is not some Twitter egg bowl beef thing, but there are state folks who listen to Ole Miss podcasts, and there are Ole Miss folks who listen to state podcasts. Yes. It's just how it works, and so yeah. you're going to get a little bigger audience there. Also from Cameron Payton, now that we've finally got beer at Davis Wade, what concession needs to be the next new edition? Hmm. It's a good question. So hard liquor? Is it time? Bourbon? The, uh... Oh, I was thinking more along the lines of put that welcome home beef food truck and get the Wagyu burger. Now right you're talking right. In fact, we haven't moved on into the rumblings. That's a very good point. Good, good, good product placement, Joel Coleman. <laughs> the rumblings, as always, are brought to you by our friends at Welcome Home Beef. They want to remind you right now that that food truck is up and running on the weekends, and those Wagyu burgers are on the grill. Not to mention plenty of steak sandwiches, steak tacos, and just steaks. I believe I saw. We are there because of like the weather today. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and by today, I mean Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So that was yesterday. Or maybe, maybe that's this weekend. You know what? Let me check on this before I just utter it. Before you're just throwing stuff Before out I just there. throw it out there. Well, I'll uh, throw something out there. Nothing better than locally sourced grain-fed beef on the grill and then on the plate in your house. So give them a call today at 662-841. I'm sorry. 662. Oh. oh I got you. Two six eight two six eight eight one four eight. I cannot. Get and there. I, I see that because I was right. Yeah. Uh, due to the weather this week, uh-huh. the Welcome Home Beef food trailer will be doing takeout from twelve to seven Thursday through Saturday. Okay, there you go. So, so you have and to call that number to place your order. You call ahead and you can get your order in, and they'll take care of you. Or, like I said, if you want to do it yourself, go shopping up there and get your hands on some primo steaks. Burgers, briskets, and so forth. And you can find, find that menu for that food truck, by the way, yeah. on Facebook at Welcome Home yeah, Beef. Yeah, at Facebook.com slash Welcome Home Beef. So whether they're cooking it for you or you're doing it yourself, one thing is for certain. It just tastes good. That's a good call, though. Get that burger in there. All right, Blake I, Ellis. I really wasn't doing that for the I know, but it worked, I forgot it worked all because I had forgotten to do the read. But, uh, I mean, that would be something good to throw up in there. Teamwork. Good. Yeah. Give, me, give me some knuckles there. There we go. Boom. All right. Blake Ellis wants to know: We got Desert Island. We got a pick of each of the categories. Are you ready? What's your Desert Island book? I know the answer for you. Yeah, the good book. The good book. The good book. Yeah. So, are we on this Desert Island together so we can have a book each? So we're on this. We 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 were traveling somewhere and we got plane crash. We both survived, so we're on the Desert Island. You have that book. I will have. Uh, I need a, we need a cook the Batman and philosophy book that, that Jennifer gave. Uh, that's not a bad idea. We need we need like a, a cookbook, you know, like some tropical some some how to cook fish, some sort of seafood cookbook. So whoever the best seafood chef is, that's what I want. What's our movie? I think we both picked the Dark Knight. Yeah, that'd be uh, that'd be one that we could easily settle on. Because we pretty quickly we go insane like the Joker too. <laughs> what show do we want to watch? I think I know your answer again. Does Braves baseball count as a show? If it does, that'd be great. But if it's an actual show, see, I just feel like that the office is something that we could watch we could over watch and over, and it'd call. be okay. It's a good call. I'll go with that. Sure. What trilogy would we want to watch? So a movie trilogy. So we have the Dark Knight. Do we just get the, the Dark Knight trilogy? Get the whole trilogy. Okay. Yeah, that, that'd be okay. If we had to go something else, what would, what could we go with? Star Wars, the original three. Yeah, that'd be okay. okay. I'd be okay actually with Lord of the Rings. Lord too. of the Rings. That that would be you know we could watch a full all of that and kill a whole day. Mm-hmm. So last a gadget, but we have no phone, so we need a PS4. PS4 with uh, FIFA and the show. Oh yeah, we're great. Okay. All right. Uh, Kurt asks. That's a good question here. Mike Leach will be a great long-term hire for Mississippi State. I know he will be successful. Just current with the 2020 season, the way things are shaping up, how differently would you feel about this year if, if State had hired Billy Napier? I see. I feel like Napier's. While he was a hot name, mm-hmm. I feel like he's an unknown as far as how he would. Yeah. You'd be going with Garrett Schrader. What you'd be dealing with there again is the Joe Moorhead factor of where it would probably have been universally praised mm-hmm. as a great hire. But you don't know. But you just don't know. He's a little bit more seasoned than Joe Moorhead was in terms of. True, true. He's been successful at ULL. And I think, you know, he would, I mean, Schrader would have been a good fit for that offense. I'll say that. But I don't know. That's a good question. I I don't know that it's that different, to be totally honest with you, because it seems like our bigger questions are on defense. So, uh, let's see here. No, Daniel Montgomery. Should the NFL have considered using Big Twelve and Pac Twelve, Big Ten and Pac Twelve stadiums for certain games this year to help offset college revenue losses? No. <laughs> they want their own money. Yeah, they, the, the, <laughs> the owners want that money in their stadiums. They're not. They don't. 
Jerry Jones doesn't care what's happening in Austin or College Station. I guess that's not a good example because they're playing, but whoever owns the uh, the Lions, they could care less what's happening in Ann Arbor. They want money coming into their stadium through concessions. So, no, I'm going to have to say no to that. Uh, let's see here. Or as a fellow from up north once said, mm-hmm. I have to say no. I have to say no. no. Robert Templeton. Do we now know why Freeze was so eager to take the Liberty job, asking for a friend? appears that there were some common interests amongst the higher-ups at the at Liberty University. They had some things off the field they were they they, they enjoyed doing together. You know? Mm-hmm. So, I'll leave that not, one to you. Not to back anybody into a corner or anything. Uh, let's see here. Is that it? You okay over there? Keeves well, right. I, I just I saw the rem- <laughs> one of your many I guess jokes on the mm-hmm. topic yesterday. I saw somebody responding to you with the you freeze hospital bed yeah. thumbs up, and I yeah. just thought what did that. say? Is that the only one they like to watch from bed? <laughs> All right, he's right. Wants to know which team in the SEC do you think will be the surprise team, and which team will be the disappointing team? It's tough because usually surprises, or I'm sorry, usually disappointment means you lose some non-conference games, and that's just not the, that's not available this year. Yeah. Could Tennessee be the surprise team? Could they sneak up on on? I mean, they play they play Georgia, Florida, and Alabama. Could they sneak up on one of them? I mean, they could, but I mean, right now they're in the top twenty. Tennessee is in the top, top twenty five. Yeah. So, do you consider so then that? Is, a, is Kentucky, could Kentucky sneak up and beat? They play Georgia, Alabama, and Florida. Could they beat one of them? Could yeah. And then for disappointment, I think South Carolina dangerously could go like two and eight. I mean, I just don't think they're very good. If you told me South Carolina, they play Ole Miss, but if, they could lose to them. So if you told me South Carolina only beat Vanderbilt and Missouri, I wouldn't be totally surprised by that. Yeah, I feel like State is kind of locked into that. Four to five. Somewhere right there. In that, four and six. Like, yeah. Just, yeah. I, I, <laughs> if, they, if they go three and seven, I'll be really surprised. I almost feel like they can't underachieve and they can't overachieve. They could overachieve, but it would take a lot a lo- of A couple of upsets. A, a lot of upsets. So, yeah. Uh, Davy Jones. So we're planning on tailgating off campus in our new RV. Very cool. Do you have any suggestions for RV parks in Starkville? There'll be three or four of us, so we need room. I, I don't know anything about RVs, my friend. Uh, I, if I, I if I could help you, I would. Joel, you know anything? You got any friends with RVs? I no. Yeah, I know some people with RVs, yeah. but I, right now, as we sit here, I don't know enough right. to help. So now we've reached the point in my mentions, of which there are a lot of. Regarding a certain hire, oh yeah, made at the oh, University yeah. of Mississippi. You know, in the midst of our football media availabilities tonight yeah. and all that, I'd forgotten this so, had happened. So. so, shout out to Charlie Morgan, Cameron White, uh, Basement Biden, Payne Hall, uh, Coach Alford, Hunter Manis, and Jig Bones, my bu- my buddy Tyler uh, Jones. <laughs> Uh, Walker Wright and Tiffany Slaughter. Before you answer this, um, Father, forgive him for he knows. Not you know what? what? He's about we're not going to do. do this today. We're not going to. We're not going to get too upset. Okay. I'm amazed he's still alive. I'll be honest with you. Uh, first off, they list him as he's been hired as g- graduate manager. What does that mean? What is a graduate? Oh, it manager? wasn't graduate assistant. No, it, it says graduate. manager. And so he's like the head manager. So, only so, Ole somebody, Miss, somebody got to wash the shorts. I mean, yeah, only Ole Miss would celebrate this. Like, what, what is, that, is that really what that means? Is he going to like? I have no idea what that is. I've I never heard read, of a graduate manager. Did you read the release? I did not. 
the, most of the release is his career stuff. Okay, and it, then it, says it doesn't say his tasks. He's been coaching at some high schools, but which is again amazing that he. How did he pass? You know, background checks. But oh, by the way, in case you don't know what this is, Marshall Henderson has been hired at Ole Miss. So we didn't even say. <laughs> Just assume everybody knows. I'm going to assume probably 99 percent of the people listening knew that, but probably. So I, yeah, it, whatever. I, I don't care. You know, I'm glad he's not dead. I guess. But I, he, he I had, guess. He, I mean, he had the potential to be a really, really sad cautionary tale, and he he did. He seems to have made it out of that. Well, I will I, say that it is really funny to me, and I mentioned this in a, a, a group text I'm in, that Ole Miss fans idolize this guy, but they have no problem calling out. Oh, I don't know, Steve Robertson's mistakes from his college days. Uh, it seems like, you know, maybe just a touch of hypocrisy, that could just be me. Marshall Henderson, a guy with a criminal record who uh, pretty much overrated as a, a basketball player and never really won much of significance. No wonder Ole Miss fans love him. I don't know. I will say, like, That's for, as far as I'll go down that road. You would think here that by them putting him in this role and celebrating this hire as they have, regardless of what he's doing... It, it would mean that his life is somewhat on track, which to it, me it should be. That to me, way, is yeah. a good thing. I you agree know? with that. So, good for him. We'll see where it goes. All right, that's all for today. Uh, tomorrow's show, not really sure. We still got. We'll talk. I, we'll talk to two sets of coaches and players by that point. So maybe we'll have something to talk about there. Some, some more ideas. Yeah, I, I thought we around. had a pretty good media session. On, we did. Uh, Whatever tonight is, Tuesday night as we speak. The two coaches we talked to were Mason Miller and Steve Spurrier Jr., both of whom I thought gave us some good information. And you can find coverage of that at cowbellcorner.com. Dot com. All right. Guys, talk to you again tomorrow. For Joel T. Coleman, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi Media Production.